Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk all news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, Skybound reveals the, the Decepticon starring in the new Transformers comic. There's a new Transformers case for your Nintendo Switch. And Rise of the Beast home digital release has been confirmed. Today is Friday, July 7th, 2023. This is episode 345 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that is once again looking for the platform that will rule once Twitter slips on its own banana peel, falls down a flight of stairs, and breaks its neck. Metaphorically. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hello. I did it to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Preacham and PayPal. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for continuing to help us out and keep the show going. We really appreciate it. If you are not a Transmission supporter, you can go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support and become a Donatrion. Very easy to sign up. Uh, you can, uh, with your contribution, you get some perks. You get to watch us record the show live if you so want every Sunday. Uh, you can get access to bonus content. You can get access to merchandise uh, and entered into all of our contests automatically. Lots of good stuff. Speaking of bonus content, we've got several episodes of our Transformers show bonus show, We Like Big Bots. Ten of those episodes available on our Patreon page done by Daryl and Dr. Pants. And more are planned very soon. Maybe even next week at TFCon. We'll see. No promises, but we'll see. We'll try. We can't say we'll try, but we'll try to try. TFCon's next week? Yes. God, it's coming up fast. I know it feels like it was it was two weeks ago just when we recorded the main show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and we are definitely looking forward to TFCon. So uh, we hope to see if you're if you're going, come look us up. I mean, we're we're going to be around. Say hi. Uh, we're always happy to meet listeners and and hang out. So we'll see you there. Uh, this week, we also had the next episode of our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. This was episode 104. Mr. Starscream, we'll see you now. And this is the beginning of the takedown of Starscream. So uh, we are rooting for the party to destroy the corrupt leader of the Cybertronian government. Of course, Starscream's a bad guy. Why? <laughs> you know, he's always been a bad guy. So... Uh, you know, we'll look forward to that. This was the regular version of the episode. So next week, if you are a Donatron, you get early access to episode 105, and that will be out on Monday, this coming Monday. So uh, you will be able to listen right away. But for uh, all our regular listeners, you can listen to this episode 104 at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And uh, all our Empire of Rust episodes are in the free feed there, also in our main Transmissions podcast feed. So if you're subscribed, you should get them automatically. 
Also, uh, this month we have we are have a new code for our friends at Toy Hacks. Since we shifted over from June to July, we have a new code. Uh, you can still save fifteen percent off at toyhacks.com. All your orders at toyhacks.com with our code, and the new code is TFMPOD07. So that's TFMPOD07. So uh, check that out. And if you are looking for some stickers at Toy Hacks, make sure you use our code. Uh, we mentioned it in the toy show, but we are also giving away some additional Toy Hacks gift codes at TFCon Toronto. We are doing the podcast panel on Sunday that weekend, and we will have some additional Toy Hacks codes provided by our friends at Toy Hacks to give away. Those work on their website uh, at any time. So if you get those, uh, get one of those gift codes, you can combine that with this 15% off code and save even more money. So uh, you know, pays to to listen to transmissions. So uh, we might even have some other prizes to give away at uh, TFCon Toronto. So if you're in, if you're out there, stick around for the podcast panel at the end of the day on Sunday and uh, hang out with us. All right, uh, let's move on. We're going to jump into our comics news. Okay, uh, well, uh, we talked about it last week. Uh, you know, it it came out just as our episode went up, so you know we didn't get it. We didn't get the chance to um, uh, to reveal this in last week's alt mode, even though it was out there on Twitter. But Skybound released the Decepticons that are going to make up the lineup of the first uh, tra- the new Transformers comic that they're starting. We had the Autobots the previous week. Um, we speculated about the Decepticons. I think we were we were pretty accurate, at least uh, you know, Starscream and Soundwave were spot on. One thing that I did not foresee was not having Megatron be in the starting lineup right off the bat. So uh, that's interesting. That maybe they're building up Megatron as more of a big bad, so you know we don't get a glimpse of him at the beginning. We did uh, with AEW. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, similar uh, similar idea, and I think that makes sense. But it uh, looks like Starscream is is leading at least this squad of Decepticons to start off. And we're joined by, of course, Soundwave, Skywarp, and two tapes, uh, Laserbeak, and Rumble. So, I called those two tapes. Very nice, Daryl. <laughs> of, of course, I think I find it interesting that Rumble is blue. So in uh you know in the in uh, Transformers lore Rumble has been blue in the TV show and G1 the G1 cartoon but in the comics uh, it's always been Frenzy is blue and Rumble is red and black. So I think uh, this this definitely hints at uh, Daryl not Daryl Daniel <laughs> Daniel or Johnson um being definitely being inspired by the G1 cartoon series. So that's why Rumble is blue here in uh, the Transformers comic. So very interesting. It's the way he is in my head. So it works for me. (laughs) Uh, Next up, the uh, next bit of uh, comics news we had, Daniel Warren Johnson. Um, I gotta, I gotta practice that because uh, every time I, I just keep, I keep wanting to say, my mouth keeps wanting to say Daryl. 
<laughs> but it's Daniel. Daniel Warren Johnson was on the Comic Pop podcast on YouTube, or I guess it's just a YouTube show. I don't know if it's a podcast. Um, they, they put out a lot of their stuff as podcasts as well. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so it was on Comic Pop Returns. And uh, he was, ta- it was a, like over an hour, uh, just a, a nice little chat interview, talked a little bit about Transformers and, you know, that, that didn't go into any spoilers or details about what's happening. The one bit of news out of this was that he's initially signed on for a six issue arc. So we don't know if he's going to continue past those six issues, but for right now, that's, uh, that's what he's initially signed up for. Uh he said also during this during this uh, video, he did say that Skywarp was his favorite, uh, one of his favorite characters. So uh, that's probably why Skywarp made it into the initial Decepticon lineup. Um, so we'll see, uh, you know, what uh, what what's happening going forward. I do. I, he did. I did like his um, his uh, assessment of Transformers fans. As how there's a segment of Transformers fans that hates everything, <laughs> and and he was getting, you know, he got he got a lot of hate, uh, you know, specifically like people saying since he since he's going back to G1 designs, they were all boring. <laughs> that was that was one yeah. of the responses he got is like boring for a, a bunch yeah, of fans. He, he said that he's really making it for himself. Yeah, what he wants to see, and I, I think if you're a creator, that's really what you should do to have the best product don't try to please everyone try to do it the best you can please yourself and whatever like overlords you have over you like hasbro and he he did say there's been some back and forth in terms of design choices yeah and he's having to do the the faction symbols over and over to get them just right so that should please you daryl it certainly does so yeah i i thought this he came off really enthusiastic about the project really personable like i, I really liked what i was seeing and, and if you want to see his work uh, last week he had he had a short story in the darth vader was it red and black or yeah like red, red white and black or something yeah red white and black something like that um and he talks the first probably 10 15 minutes or so he talked about that and showed off some of his art so, yeah, I'm I'm more excited after having watched that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah, he also mentioned about how, um, you know, he's when he signed on to the project, he was like, I really want to do it as a like a G1 back to basics. And then when he started like sending samples to Hasbro, they were like, well, this is kind of 2G1. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. <laughs> that was the response he got. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I'm. I'm giving this a chance. I mean, for me personally, I really, I was a big fan of the IDW stuff. So I do like, I, I like G1 esque, but ever, but evolving things that, you know, for, for modern sensibilities or, or, you know, updating it for the times, which I think is always a good idea. But I mean, I, I'll definitely be giving this a shot and, and, you know, seeing what his take is. He, he did mention again in this stream that he was not too familiar with the IDW stuff. So, uh, you know, he was very, he also said he was inspired by the, the Marvel comics since he, you know, he, as a kid, as a kid in the nineties who had, who was too young for the initial Transformers uh, comics, he went to comic shops looking for back issues and they were all like, you know, no one cares about Transformers comics. So he was just having to hunt them down 
because uh, you know there were they were there you know whatever you find in the bins that's what's there. But he did you know it's it's diff- it's definitely difficult to complete that run after the fact. You know f- five five years later, ten years later. So um, so yeah, I mean it definitely he's a it sounds like he's really uh, enthusiastic about the project. So whatever whatever he puts out is going to be I think at least quality uh, whether it's you know something we like or don't like i think it's going to be interesting so yeah and there will be that segment of transformers fans that will hate it regardless <laughs> because they hate everything that's not what they like uh, like not yeah. their pre- preferred transformers so well i mean i gotta say first of all i'm disappointed in the six issue run uh i was hoping to have them around for a little while longer um to give me 12 maybe um, I know they work in, in groups of six, so 12 is a nice, is a nice good chunk. Uh, six is, is barely enough to get to know, uh, the, the, the style, his, his writing style. Now, does this six issues, does this include both writing and art duties? I mean, all, it... all he said was that he was signed on for six issues. Right. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Like I said last week, we we were spoiled with IDW and the fact that the writer and the artist were the exact same for like a decade. Uh, you know, I'm exaggerating a bit, but a really, really long time. The artist and the and the uh, writer never changed. And it, it lended itself for you to be able to get uh, really used to the look of, and feel of the book. Um I really don't want this book to jump around as far as the, the art goes. Um, the writing it's nothing's really that, that never really sticks with me that much. So the writers can change and they'll take the story in different directions, but the art needs to kind of stay the same or else I'll really start to dislike this book. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still going to check it out. I do like his art. So um yeah, I mean, obviously we know that there's a lot of former IDW Transformers artists that are out there that are looking for, uh, you know, some steady work. Uh, I know that uh, Skybound is looking to make things look a little differently right now. So maybe that's probably why they're not looking at former IDW artists. But um, I, I, I would like to see them get a shot, maybe, a, a you know, a few runs down. Yeah. I mean, I would be hopeful that, you know, depending on what happens with Transformers and this Energon universe that they're building up, that there there will be space for additional Transformers titles. So you're not just going to have one Transformers comic. You might have some miniseries. You might have some, you know, a couple of ongoings that it's running concurrently like uh, they did in the IDW days. I mean, if the sales can support, like, I mean, what what uh you know if idw did it back in the day with i mean their sales numbers were not on the level that i I think skybound can pull with the some of the name recognition they're they're getting um you know we could eventually get uh you know uh, you know some addition like additional space for additional creators to be working on these books and then Mm -hmm. you could have you know some like some books that focus on on different artists and writers doing different things. I, that that would be my hope for the future, but it depends on the sales, of course. I mean, obviously, that's very similar to how IDW ran with the Transformers yeah. license. Uh, I 
I'm looking at image slash skybound as it sits right now. And even some of their biggest titles that would outsell transformers like crazy. So, I mean, they've ended, they've ended walking dead and they did it like a year ago, but even walking dead, um, only just started getting reprinted in color and they're calling it a deluxe. And that's not even a second like offshoot series. It's the same series just reprinted. So, I mean, somebody out there would probably know better than I, because I didn't actively buy the, the book, but I'm not entirely sure if skybound is a, is a company that's going to do many, you know, offshoot, you know, titles of the same universe. Now, that being said, I do know that Image has Spawn spawned out everywhere. Like, it's gone crazy right now. For the longest time, it didn't. And they would only do kind of one or two little miniseries here and there, but it never really changed all that much. Only recently, last year again, did they actually break off and do, I think they're into up to three titles, maybe four titles right now. But I don't, I'm not entirely as hopeful as you are when it comes to the Transformers, uh, you know, getting multiple titles going at the same time. Now, with G.I. Joe involved, that is where I, I do, and I think I talked about it before, I do think there will be more crossover. You'll be, you'll, I think, honestly, I honestly think we're going to have to be buying the G.I. Joe books and the Transformers books to get both of these, uh, the full story. Um, and I hate that idea. Rivals. Yeah, for sure. I think honestly, the, the way that they're going to, they're going to market this is that everything in this Energon universe as a Transformers comics fan, we're going to have to be buying to get the whole, the whole story. I mean, they've, they've been saying in the PR that you don't have, you aren't going to have to, but uh, I think, if I'm thinking about the release schedule, right, they're going to overlap a little bit. Like you have Transformers starting first. And then in December, I think you have the Duke. I think the Cobra Commander starts after and Cobra that. Commander in January. Yeah. So if this is if Transformers, this first run is six issues, then that would be wrapping up in the middle of Duke. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how the storylines are going. And you would think that the Transformers is going to, be ongoing or they are going to have another series or something mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're going to have to do something to keep the momentum going yeah of course the license is not cheap yeah right so well, and, and apparently gonna... hasbro came to image or to, to skybound and said hey you want to pitch for this mm-hmm. right i mean the one thing i i think about is as a like just as a kind of a similar example is uh invincible where uh, Kirkman did do some offshoot miniseries around that, like the Invincible comic universe, and as his as his kind of magnum opus for superhero comics, and then it did branch out a little bit. It did not you did not get like multiple series, multiple ongoing series, but you did get some miniseries uh, in that universe. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I think the way they're positioning this with this Energon universe. I mean, clearly, it's tr- the Transformers is the is the kind of pivot point 
fulcrum around which all these titles are revolving. If you're going to call it the Energon universe, then you're really, that's, that's your saying, this is focused on Transformers. So I would imagine like you're going to have a lot of Transformers content. And I mean, to your point, Daryl, that means you're probably, if you're a Transformers fan, you got to buy everything because everything revolves around Transformers. But yeah, um, I would think that would also imply that you you might get multiple Transformers titles, uh, you know, in that universe uh, as time goes on. But we'll see. I'd like it. Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind if we were back to similarly to what IDW did with uh, More Than Meets the Eye and Robots in Disguise, two concurrently running titles that were in this shared a universe that every now and then crossed over. Uh, you know, that would be fantastic. I, I would love that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have a feeling that it's it's not going to be as elaborate as that. IDW went hard on Transformers. They went real hard. I mean, it, all, it also took them years to get there. It wasn't right away. It was oh it sure, them, yeah. You know, it, it it took them several years to get to that point. So, and even then, that yeah. the rest of the Hasbro stuff wasn't in there until they were forced to retcon their GI Joe stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It is smart they're doing it from the start. We'll see if they add things like ROM later on. But doing it as ROM's back with Marvel. Well, the Marvel is reprinting the old stuff. Yes. We don't know about any new stuff. Well, I assume that's the uh that's Micronauts and ROM. I mean Th- those are old books are going if if they're reprinting the old stuff, that means they got the new stuff, right? Not necessarily. I mean, they could just have permissions to reprint the old stuff. I mean, they they aren't they're never clear about about that. So, I in my mind, anything Hasbro outside of My Little Pony and stuff is fair mm-hmm. game, un, un, until we see otherwise. Okay. In my mind, they're they're gone. They're at Marvel. That's where I've kind of put them. But you're right. Until something new comes out, then we don't know for sure. Okay. Well, uh, that's all our comics news. So let's move on to Transformers Media News. Okay. And we're going to start off with uh, Transformers Fortnite. Uh, We were talking about this a couple weeks ago. And there is a Transformers pack coming out uh this pack is uh gonna come out with three new outfits uh three new back blings three new pickaxes uh two new emotes and 1000 v bucks i sound like a 75 year old man (laughs) uh this is going to be uh uh, available at select retailers starting August or October 13th or digitally starting October 21st. Um, guys, let me, let me come in real close here. Don't buy this shit. <laughs> Don't buy virtual oh, getting real close. Okay. Here guys, I'm going to be real. This is, let's, Don't buy this stuff. It's stupid. And it's a waste of money. You're welcome. This has been Daryl's Corner. <laughs> um, moving on. 
it's not it's not for you daryl it's for the it's for the kitties the kitties won't listen to you unfortunately <laughs> i know they don't Apparently listen to podcasts the elementary either. school kitties that get to play games like Fortnite. <laughs> yeah uh next up we've got a numbskull uh case uh is that this yeah this is what we're looking at uh yeah so this is a uh transformers g1 optimus prime statue and transformers nintendo switch case from numbskull um so uh the statue actually looks pretty cool um if you got a picture of it up on the screen there yeah it's uh it looks pretty decent just a picture of optimus running Nice yeah and uh when you um if you have a nintendo switch um i don't know anybody who does so i don't know who would need this um <laughs> you don't know us daryl you don't know us anymore <laughs> so apparently they, this statue comes with a G, uh, nintendo switch case um and the total package is on bbts right now for 175 dollars um the statue if you uh if you were wondering stands 27.5 centimeters tall uh and that is uh yeah 10 and a half inches oh they've already done the conversion down here oh i didn't even need my tape measure um yeah so and you guys all know what a nintendo switch case does you put your case, you put your switch in it. So there you go. Anyway, uh, the uh, the Optimus Prime is cell shaded. So for those of you who, uh, who who can't see the video, watch the video. We do a lot of uh, we put a lot of work into this. Um. Anyway, moving on. Transformers: Rise of the Beast concept art and other material roundup number one. There's lots of things here, so I'm just going to go through them real quick. The Transformers Rise of the Beast Freezer by Shane Baxley. It's a 360 turnaround video showing off uh, the small uh, but lethal Terracon. Uh, The Rise of the Beast Scourge alt mode concept by Shane Baxley. Um, Then we've got uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast Maximals Beast Modes by uh, Fioro. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. Um... This is a full body concept art for Optimus Primal, Cheetor, Rhinox, and Air Razor in their beast modes. Um, then we got uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast Rhinox robot mode by the same uh, same artist. Furio Tedeschi. Well done. <laughs> uh, and then the Transformers Rise of the Beast uh, Previous Optimization Texturing by Kimberly, Mc- Kimberly McNeil. Um, so lots of uh, lots of things to look at here. If you're a fan of a lot of this uh, concept art and uh, previs, then uh, you can uh, take a look here and, and see. There's a lot of neat stuff to look at. What, pictures of Unicron and stuff. That's that's kind of cool. All right, and up next, we've got the Transformers: Rise of the Beast digital release date is confirmed. Uh, and the update it, it, under <laughs> as well. Um, update on the show docs. Oh, on the show doc. Oh. All right. It is not confirmed. So we thought we had a uh, release date for the uh, movie. 
um, which was July the 11th. And that would be, uh, when's this show coming out? The 7th. So four days from now. Um, and that is apparently not happening now. So the update says, uh, since this article was published, Microsoft has removed the release date from their website and no new date has been provided at this time. Uh, the below article reflects the information as it was originally published. So it is not July 11th. And maybe it's a week later. Who knows? There is no news at this time. It'll probably come out Monday when we have finished recording. <laughs> All right, and we've got uh, next up, we have some storyboards, and these are from the G1 cartoon Aerial Assault. And so these are, again, down, uh, have been uh, found and are stored over at the Sunbow Marvel Archive website, and they are available online. Is... uh. Is this the one that uh, Casey Kasem lost his, lost his mind over? No, that was season three. Was that season three with Carbon? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I can never remember which one that's, which episode that's in. So the storyboards have got plenty of deleted scenes covering skydive and slingshots, journey across the desert, early Combaticon designs, and some plain made-up designs. Uh, not planes as in, you know, flying planes, but just plain made up. Um, yeah. And then some more gorgeous Keith Tucker art. Anyway, uh, head on over to the Sunbow Marvel archive website to, uh, to take a look and see uh, what, uh, what we're looking at. And obviously if you're watching the video, then you can see it as well. All right, and lastly, Jeremy just threw this in here, so we're going to talk about it anyway because it's it's topical. Um, Screen Rant has posted a uh, an article talking about a, a Twitter user who uh, who's had enough. Um, this uh, this Twitter user um, uploaded the entirety of Transformers: Dark of the Moon to Twitter just to spite Elon Musk after recent Twitter. This, this Twitter user. <laughs> right there. Was it you, Jeremy? No. You, yeah. you couldn't you can get me to pay for the Twitter blue stuff. <laughs> yes. So you had to have Twitter blue to be able to do this. Uh, anyway, uh, Jeremy, why don't you go into detail as to how, how this fucked over Elon Musk and uh, and and why why they did this? Well, bandwidth isn't free, server hosting isn't free, and serving up a a large a long movie, people probably would find it and watch it. It it costs, and with with the trouble that Twitter has imposed on themselves recently, it's just. Yeah, I, I feel like this was a very nice F you to Elon and you know all of their troubles are self imposed and this is great. <laughs> so, I mean we we've seen like companies like Apple legitimately put up a full episode of a new show just as a promotional vehicle. But, you know, 
since they're um, like all of their copyright bots and stuff aren't working well because they don't want to pay their Google hosting bills. And, you know, why not do stuff like this and screw them over? Hmm. Amazing. Um, Stay tuned for Jeremy's next book, If I Did It. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for whatever reason, Twitter is... um, is lasting uh, and is it, it's, it's been on its last leg for a lot longer than I, uh, I expected it to. I expected it to be dead like six months ago. Um, but uh, for whatever reason, it's still kicking. Um, as we alluded to in the opening, uh, there's competition out there for a new, a new social media platform to take the spot of Twitter. We thought it would be Mastodon. Mastodon is not taking off the way we thought it was going to do. Um, is it, is it Hive? Is that the other one? What, uh, that Hive that, that seems, off either. Uh, Hive I, seems to be dead. There's one called Threads that apparently is, is supposed to be happening. Uh, um, I just got a Blue Sky invite, which I think is iOS only right now. Well, that's, that's stupid. So... <laughs> So we can't have that. You can't uh, you can't limit the majority of people with phones out there by uh, only having a, a social media. So what what's everyone using out there? What what's next? What if you're not on Twitter? And no, nope, don't say Facebook. Don't say Facebook because that's garbage <laughs> and for your grandma. So don't say Facebook. Charles Charles is on Facebook and he loves it. That's why. <laughs> Are you calling Charles a grandma? Apparently. <laughs> um, Instagram so, is really popular, even though it's owned by Facebook. Yeah. So, but it's not, it's the, it's not the same not type the same, of, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's too different. I think, um, so I think whatever will replace Twitter or, I mean, I think either, either something will emerge to replace Twitter or, Twitter will crash to the point where Elon will have to sell it and someone else will take it over who will reinstate some sane management policies and re try to rebuild Twitter to what I think the problem is uh, you have that, you have that momentum inertia effect that it's, mm-hmm. you can't, uh, you know, you can't get away from Twitter because Twitter's where all the people are. So until like there's a mass migration to something else, that yeah. you know moves the center of gravity. This is, Twitter's gonna gonna hang around. I mean, I think the the issue is, I mean, if Twitter can't actually pay its like hosting and and, and database and all the, all the actual fees, eventually some of the creditors are gonna shut the shut the lights off on Twitter. And uh, when that happens, and Twitter if Twitter gets to the point where it declares bankruptcy, and you know then you've got a fire sale where someone can swoop in and basically buy the whole thing for pennies on the dollar. Then, you know, we'll, we'll have some movement. I think, I think there's still a little ways to go before we get there. Um, I guess, I guess there is a scenario where Twitter turns itself around and recovers all the ad revenue and somehow becomes profitable. 
I don't have a lot of confidence that's going to happen, but I mean, that's still a possibility at some point, but you know, I'm, this, I'm having the most fun with Mastodon right now. Still. I mean, in terms of not seeing a lot of crap, I don't want to see the, you know, the thing, the people I've added on Mastodon are posting things that I like to see, like the, Transformer stuff, comic stuff, retro computing stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. that when I want to check, like I'll check Twitter maybe once a day. I'll check Mastodon multiple times. Well, you have the benefit if you don't check Twitter as often, then you won't you won't get rate limited. So you... yeah, <laughs> I mean, I find I find that kind of absurd that you're, you're that there that Twitter is actually throttling its users, but. Yeah, I guess if your if your providers are throttling your your data rates because you're not paying your bills, I guess that's the only thing you can do. Yeah, I mean, like I just opened TweetDeck and most of my things aren't coming up. Yeah, because hmm. ridiculous. All right. Well, apologies to everyone who didn't want to hear about the the trials of the of Twitter. So. We will we we promise to limit discussion of that in the future. We could but, talk uh, about how Reddit shut down the API uh, stuff this week. Yeah, right? that's that's also how, bad. How about we talk about how people can join us in our Discord? Yeah. slash Discord. Lots of good yeah. content there. Until Discord decides to, to start charging for all the the servers that people run and make Nitro mandatory. <laughs> Don't do that, Discord. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I think that's all the media news. And uh, that's everything we got for this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Thanks again, everyone, for watching and listening. And thank you to our Masterpiece Donatrons, who we give a shout out in every episode. We really appreciate your contribution. These are the folks who continue to support us at the highest level on Patreon, and we really appreciate that. So that's why we give you a shout-out in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Levin Good and Demon Tech 82 You guys are awesome. And, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone watching and listening. You guys are awesome, too. We really appreciate it. And we will see everyone at TFCon Toronto next week. And uh, we will probably be, <laughs> we'll probably do some kind of recordings there because uh, we got to have a show out the next week. <laughs> we won't have time to do a regular recording. So uh, yeah. come see us at the podcast panel. Just come hang out, you know, for the whole weekend and say hi. So you can't request the B team to uh, to do something while we're away. Well, Dr. Pants is going to be there with us, so it'll, it'll only be Apollo yeah, and Mike. Yeah, I, Apollo, Mike? We'll figure out something. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. 
If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Music.